Welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast, everyone. My name is Kaylin. And my name's Ashley. We're both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. Today, we're doing a deep dive into one of my all-time favorite books, Brave Irene by William Stieg. This is probably in my top five. I haven't numbered them, but it's probably... Like, like whatever my top five are, this is definitely in that. So if you want to go grab a copy of Brave Irene and you can follow along with us, you can also download the blank template to use to take notes if you'd like to. If you just want to listen as you're driving, but you know you want to include this for your therapy sessions, I do have narrative notes, which is like the one page cheat sheets that's available in my TPT store. We will link to that as well. So, Kaylin, can you do like a quick summary of Brave Irene? Yes. So, Brave Irene is about Irene Bobbin, the dressmaker's daughter. Her mother, Mrs. Bobbin, isn't feeling well and can't deliver the beautiful ball gown that she has made for the Duchess to wear that very evening. So, Irene volunteers to get the gown to the palace on time in spite of the fierce snowstorm that's brewing. It's quite an errand for a little girl, but where there's a will, there's a way. As Irene proves in the danger fraud adventure that follows, she must defy the wiles of the wicked wind, her most formidable opponent, and overcome many obstacles before she completes her mission. So for our episode theme of Deep Dive, we are letting you behind the scenes of how we go through a book, for this instance, Brave Irene, and pull out all the relevant speech and language goals we could use with it. And looking at the key concepts for Brave Irene, we ask ourselves, why are we pulling this book off the shelf? Right. And so I think it's definitely a book that can appeal to so many ages, but If I'm using it as a therapy tool, I'm definitely using it with upper elementary and middle school students. It does have a winter theme, but the concepts, the vocabulary are so rich and a little more complex that I would recommend it for that age group. It does kind of have like a, like a royalty or an old world, you know, richness feel Mm -hmm. to the story because it is about a duchess and a gown and a palace and a ball. And so it is a great example of a complete episode. The vocabulary in this book is phenomenal. Again, this is a book I recommend you own because if you are working with the upper elementary middle school population, you're going to use this book so often. The vocabulary is phenomenal. We'll share with you some of the words later on. The character analysis. This is a fantastic book on analyzing a character and their thoughts and feelings and decision-making process. There's some really great inferencing opportunities and figurative language, specifically personification in this story. And you can do some prediction with this story as well. It has a wonderful theme and message that you can study with your students. And then you get some grammar concepts of like adjectives and complete sentence structure that you can, you know, pull out and use for mentor sentence work. There's some fantastic linguistic and mental state verbs. So you can also use this for some text features for deeper, you know, like taking or noticing text features for deeper understanding. And then you do get some high-frequency sounds in this book. If you have some older students working on some speech sounds, we'll share those in a few minutes as well. 
So just to take you quickly through the plot of this book, it is a complete episode like Ashley had mentioned. The characters are Irene, the wind is a character, Mm -hmm. and then Mrs. Bobbin, who's Irene's mom in The Duchess. And so the setting takes and starts out in Irene's house, and then it goes throughout a wintry day that gets increasingly worse until it's finally the evening, and then she finally ends up at the Duchess's palace. So the action that happens in the beginning is Mrs. Bobbins is finally finished with the Duchess's gown for the evening that she needs that evening, but is too sick to deliver it. So Irene comes up with this plan. She decides to take it for her mother. The problem is, is the journey to the palace was made even more difficult by the wind, the snow, and then the eventual nightfall. And so throughout, you will hear what Ashley mentioned with use of mental state verbs, this internal self-talk of Irene. And also she's talking out loud to the wind. She's persevering and she is so determined to deliver the Duchess's dress for her mother because her mother works so hard on that gown. And then the resolution, Irene finally delivers the dress and then she spends that evening safe in the Duchess's palace until she's finally brought home the next morning. Right. I love the name Mrs. Bobbin. Because she's a dressmaker, our students probably won't pick up on that, but it's definitely something that you can, you know, discuss with your students. It's a great vocabulary word. You can even pull up a picture on your, you know, pull out your phone and show them a picture of what's a bobbin. (laughs) So, you know, off of that, this is a clever, (laughs) right? It's a great play on words. It's really clever. And this is one of those books that you can talk about, you know, when does this take place? You know, that is included in the setting and why is she having to walk all the way to this palace? You know, this is pre-car days because you'll see later on they use a horse-drawn sleigh. So, you know, it's just an interesting thing to notice in the story. And, you know, kids need to be able to relate to that. So the theme and message, years ago, I put on my Instagram story or on my Instagram feed, it was a picture of this book and, and I had written out some of the vocabulary words. And one of the words it I wrote was perseverance. Now that's not a direct word from the story, but it's also a good reminder that we can bring in concepts and vocabulary words that are not directly taken, but it's just the overall concept of this character, Irene, having perseverance and bravery to finish the job of her mother. It's like a deep love for her mother. And Mm -hmm. she wanted to finish this job for her mother. And then you also get some compassion and responsibility of this character. And then again, I said earlier, the vocabulary is fantastic. There are so many words that you can use with this story. Again, when you're working on vocabulary with your students, You're not, even if a book has 25 fantastic tier two vocabulary words, you're not necessarily going to work on 25 vocabulary words with your students. There's no, that's not an evidence-based practice. You're going to pull out four or five that are relevant to and meaningful to your students or whatever the purpose is that you're teaching. So you can get the word duchess, the word splendid. There's the word pasture, resented. Helter-skeltering is a word that's used to describe like the wind in the situation. The word sifted, errand, yield, wrenched, and trudge. And that is just a small portion of the Mm -hmm. vocabulary. 
a lot of it's like period time vocabulary relating to this time place of the story. And I don't think the vocabulary is too heavy to take away from the story. If you don't want to call out specific words, I think they can still understand the story. Again, I mentioned earlier, character analysis is probably one of the main reasons I'm also pulling this book off the shelf because the story is centered around the main character, Irene, and her perseverance of and her deep love for her mother to, you know, to finish this job for her mother and to do it. And she demonstrates compassion for her mother. She demonstrates responsibility when she cares for her mother early on in the story. It goes through great detail of how she tucks her mom in bed and how many quilts, how many kisses she gives her mother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then she takes on that big task to carefully deliver the dress that her mom made all the way to the Duchess and everything she had to go through and her, she demonstrates perseverance as she traveled through the snow and the wind to finally deliver the dress to the Duchess on time. And it's just a great, if your kids need to work on understanding character and their decisions and their thought processes, this is a fantastic one. Yeah. And, Also for predicting and inferencing. So for predicting, just discussing what do you think it means or what do you think Irene will do when the dress flies away? Because the wind will blow the dress away. And what do you think she's going to do? What do you think she will do whenever she realizes she's lost? And how do you think she will reach the palace? Look at all the snow and the wind. Do you think she will keep going or turn around? What do you think will happen? And so there is this anticipation. Yeah. And there is a point in the story later on where Irene is like, ugh, I give up. I give up. This is so hard. And then she, so what do you think she will do? Right. And she, I think, is a little bit dramatic, like, I'm just going to lay here and die. Um, And so what do you think is going to happen? Then you can also infer, like, why is this so important? How do you think the Duchess will feel when Irene shows up and doesn't have a dress? And what will the Duchess think if Irene's mom never even sends the dress? If the sh- if no one comes and the gown doesn't show up, and how do you think Irene will feel walking back, knowing that and just knowing that she didn't do what she told her mom she would do? And so you can just kind of try to get into, and that's part of the character analysis too. Just kind of relate to Irene and why is she so determined, and inferring all of that. Yeah. And there's some, the grammar concepts that you can work on. Again, we mentioned there are some linguistic verbs and we Mm -hmm. want our students to always be aware of that. So one of the quotes is, but I love snow, Irene insisted. So that linguistic verb of insisted. And then the next quote is with great care, Irene took the splendid gown down from the dummy and packed it in a big box with plenty of tissue paper. So this is a great complex sentence structure with Mm -hmm. several adjectives that in great vocabulary that you can pull out, write it on a whiteboard or piece of paper. And then you're going to go through and dissect the sentence structure for your students. This will really help with comprehension. And another linguistic verb, the quote from the book is, I will do no such thing. She snapped. So linguistic verbs are all those great words that we use to replace the word said. Another complex sentence structure with adjectives and mental state verbs is the quote from the book. For a short second, Irene wondered if she shouldn't heed the wind's warning. 
So that's a fantastic mentor sentence that you can use. Another complex sentence is Irene clung to the empty box and watched the beautiful gown disappear. So you can take out the word empty and beautiful and how they're, those are describing words in that sentence. And then the last quote of another complex sentence structure with a mental state verb, Irene decided she would have to trudge on with just the box and explain everything in person. So you can see there's some great grammar sentences that you can pull out. The next thing is text features. So for example, it says, go home, the wind yodeled. And there's another linguistic verb. So it's an exaggerated vowel and it's representing the wind blowing. So Mm -hmm. how would the wind talk? And then it Another example is her dear mother's hard work, all those days of measuring, cutting, pinning, stitching for this. And there's like an ellipses and then also some italics. And so it's just, she worked so hard. It just shows some frustration and kind of feeling defeated. And then keep quiet, she scolded. You've done enough damage already. You've spoiled everything everything. And so the exclamation points and even the linguistic verb of scolded, Irene is angry at the wind and so frustrated. And so just understanding that it's important that Mm because otherwise it's like, where is the perseverance? You have to see that this is really hard and defeating for Irene. So those are just some examples. There's also some all caps and some dashes and that do bring some emphasis on how you should read the story. Yes. And then, you know, the figurative language for this book is really great. We know that our students beginning in, you know, third and fourth grade are really starting to dig into some of those figurative language concepts, specifically personification. And Mm -hmm. so personification of the wind is significant in this story. The wind and Irene even argue. And so there's that internal dialogue or that dialogue between Irene and the wind and even the wind talks back to her. And so you can see where they're talking to one another and arguing and you can just feel her frustration. It comes through. There's another instance for personification in the gown that is made. So the gown went waltzing through the powdered air. And that's an example of when the, the, the gown gets out of the box and the wind takes it away. So for students to notice that personification is really important. There's some onomatopoeias in this story. Irene pushed forward with all her strength and the sloosh and thump. And so it's just giving you that sound for, for what she's, how she's walking through. And then there's metaphors and similes in this story. Students often have to identify those in the story. So using picture books as examples, rather, you know, then they go back to their classroom and they're reading chapter books by this point and still having to identify metaphors and similes. So this metaphor is the quote is in an explosion of fury. And then the other one is a wall of drift faced her. So that's a gr- those are two examples of metaphors and then an exam- two examples of similes. And that's, you know, a comparison using like or as. So the wind was howling like a wild animal. And then the second one is her good mother who smelled like fresh baked bread. So those are great figurative language examples. And it just adds to the story. It does. And, and- 
just the emotion of the story and Mm -hmm. the experience. So another with high frequency sounds. So Duchess is referred to throughout. So you can address that medial ch sound, ch sound. And then there's the medial r for Irene. Go, the wind talks to her about going home and she's deciding to keep going forward. So that initial G, it refers to Irene a lot by she. So you can work on that initial SH and then the initial SN blend for snow. So that is Brave Irene. We just kind of went through just why we would use this book and what's so great about it. Again, you can refer to the show notes. We will link to the freebie outline that you can fill out as well as all the other resources that we discussed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.